Well, hello there. My name is Ryan. I am so honored to be with you this weekend. I want to say hello to all my friends at the God Behind Bars, Ramsey Unit, uh, my friends at West End here in Richmond, Mo City, uh, West End down, down in, the, in the loop. I, I'm just so excited to share a message with you this weekend that I truly believe is, is going to encourage you. If it's your first time here, uh, just know that we don't take for granted the fact that you got dressed, got your family together, and, and came to church. That's a, that's a really, really big deal. And for some people, that's a really, really great next step. I believe that in our time together that today's message is going to add value to your life in a significant way. Uh, the way that I typically do my Bible reading in sort of my own uh, consistent time with the Lord is uh, I typically do like a proverb a day. Whenever I don't know where to go, I just go to Proverbs, okay? So uh, I, I, I'll take, so for example, this weekend, it's my birthday, all right? So uh, it'll be, you don't have to clap, but there's, I appreciate that. We're not going to put my cash app QR code on the screen or anything. Everybody just relax, all right? But but, you know, so my birthday, August 20th, and so, uh, it, so today I'd go, all right, Proverbs 20, and then I, I just go from there. And, and whatever I bump into, a lot of times God will just bring some things uh, to life. And, and there is a, a verse found in Proverbs 10 that I just think is, is going to add value to your life. In fact, I, I think it's going, going to, to change your life. And, and here's, here's what it says. It says, know the importance of the season you're in. And a wise son you will be. But what a waste when an incompetent son sleeps through his day of opportunity. Today, I, I want to talk to you on the subject of uh, the reason for your seasons. <laughs> there are reasons for every single season that we go through. And you must know the importance of the season that you are in. It's interesting when you think about seasons. I'm grateful for seasons. I'm grateful that there are certain things that were only seasons. Do you remember that one time there was a great discussion about whether or not Chick-fil-A had a better chicken sandwich than Popeye's? It was just a season. Uh, I don't know if you are a burn a CD old. Uh, if you don't know what burning a CD is, allow me to explain. Imagine, just for a moment, downloading all of the music that you love onto a shiny disc. Uh, now, how you were able to obtain said music may have been legal or illegal. And nevertheless, you would put together a mixtape of sorts. You'd put it in, a, in a, 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 a disc man. I sound older the more and more I try and explain what's happening right now. And, uh, but, but just imagine downloading that music on an illegal website called Napster or LimeWire and being afraid that the FBI would break in your house at any moment. <laughs> to arrest you for illegally stealing music. Like, like, you got Pandora. Like, you sleep well at night. All you have to do is go through a few ads. Maybe, all right, unless you got the paid, paid account or maybe you're using your cousins. None of us have our own accounts anymore. Nevertheless, just imagine if that was not just... A season. I don't know if you ever uh, were American online. Remember, thank God that that was 
just a season. You think your Wi-Fi is slow? You don't know Wi-Fi being slow until you have gotten American online, okay? There's a thing called dial-up, all right? So I don't even know how it works, but, but a computer would call the government maybe and like get permission for you to get on Google, okay? Like, and that would take a solid 10 minutes. They assigned us screen names, okay? So my screen name was Lil Drip 21. So if I wanted to, you know, like holler at a girl, I'm like, hey, my screen name, Lil Drip 21. If you can get on American Online around seven, it'll take us each 15 minutes to get there and then we can converse. I mean, thank God it was just a season. Now, I, I don't know what kind of season you're in, but I, I just... I just want to encourage each and every one of us, regardless if you're a Christian or not. I just got to encourage us this weekend to well, recognize our season. Because sometimes what happens with you and me is that we are breezing through our season so fast that we don't just pause and recognize the season of going back to school season. We're coming out of a summer season. Have you recognized the season that you're in? You know what I love about this? It's not just recognizing our season. The emphasis there is our, because sometimes what can happen is we can compare our season to somebody else's season. When you're in a single season, you can be looking at everybody else in their married season. And sometimes you're in a bad married season and looking at your single friends and looking at their season. And you're like, man, I wish I was them. And, and so there can be this thing with you and I that can be comparing our season to somebody else's season. There's Sometimes I'm on the phone with somebody and they're going through what I would call a Job-like season. If you don't know who Job is, Job, uh, he went through a season of his life where things were just terrible. And there are just some people I'm on the phone with, I'm like, man, when it rains, it pours. I mean, they thought they were getting a tax refund. They owe the same amount they thought they was gonna get back, okay? They lost their job, they dog sick, they kids sick, okay? They got COVID, you know, they, they got demoted. I mean, like, they, they got hail damage on their car. They need a new roof. Their air conditioner broke in Houston. Every time I see them, they sweating. I mean, it's just like, what did you do to God? Like, this is crazy how bad life got for you. They're just going through one of those seasons. And then we got those other friends where it's like, nothing's ever wrong. It's like they got the Midas touch. Everything they touch turns to gold. You know, they invested in some little stocks and at 30X, you know, they can just buy real estate like it's nothing. They're just like, yeah, I got a few houses. You know, we flip those things. And they, like their kids got D1 scholarships. Their, their company pays for their Tesla. I mean, it's like, like they got houses in all room temperature cities. Like they're never hot. They're never too cold. And it's just like, you want to be happy for them, but they don't need any of your happiness to already be happy. And so you're just like, must be nice. And so, and what can happen with you and me, especially with the devices that are often in our hands, is we can find ourselves in one season and just be comparing our season to their season. 
But I just, I got to encourage you this weekend to pause just for a moment and recognize the season that God has you in right here, right now, and understand the importance of it. In fact, what I would love for you to do in a small group, what I would love for you to do perhaps uh, over dinner this week with your family. Maybe you just go around and you just ask each person this question. Hey, uh, uh, and just answer this question. What season am I in? What season am I in? If you're a family unit, you, you might want to ask the question, what season are we in? Are we in a season where we need to just be go, 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 and we're raising triathletes and they got to play all three sports and this is go, 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 go. Or do we need to recognize the season and go, maybe it's, it's one of those seasons where we need to, to slow down. Am I in a season where I feel like I need to be the loudest voice in the room? Or am I in a season where I need to just be listening to the other voices in the room and taking good notes? Am I in a season of mourning and maybe I need to truly grieve something am I in a season where things are actually going really well I just haven't stopped to smell the roses and I haven't actually paused long enough to enjoy the season but I think it's vitally important that you and I recognize the season that we're in so that we can secondly do this um, give our best to our current season Yes, give, give your best to the current season you got. Here's the deal. Sometimes what can happen with you and me is not only will we compare our season to somebody else's season. Sometimes what we'll do is we'll compare our current season to our old season, specifically BC, before COVID. Woo, the good old days. Oh, the glory days of 2019. Oh, man, we didn't even know how good we had to remember that season. And sometimes when we are glorifying the good old days, what it can rob us of is giving our best energy to our current season. Uh, I, I miss being 25. Oh, those were such good days. Could eat whatever I wanted. Didn't even know what cholesterol meant. No blood pressure, no night sweat, like no, no inflammation of the knee. I just didn't think about any of these things. I think I went like three whole years without drinking water. It was just Kool-Aid for three straight years. It's just like, and it was just doctor like, you need to drink more water. I'm like, you need to drink more water. Get up on my face. And it'd just be like, you know, and I, sometimes I could just miss that season that I can just forget to just give my best that I possibly can to my 37-year-old body that God has given me in this current season. Sometimes we don't just think, oh man, I missed the good old days. Sometimes we think, oh no, 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 I'll give my best in the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give my best in the married season. I'll give my best when I get a better job. I'll give my best when we get in a new house season, when I, in a graduated season. Like we have this grandiose idea of the future that sometimes we think, oh, I'll be a better person then. But you're going to be a better person then by being a better person 
Now, I love what it says in Proverbs. It says, when you are feeling lazy, come and learn a lesson from this tale of the tiny ant. Yes, all you lazy bones. I know you're wondering, what Bible version is he reading? Um, Come learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. The ants have no chief, no boss, no manager. No one has to tell them what to do. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, stockpiling their food and preparation for winter. So wake up, sleepyhead. How long will you lie there? When will you wake up and get out of bed? And then it says, it says if you keep nodding off and thinking, I'll do it later. <laughs> or say to yourself, I'll just sit back a while and take it easy. Just watch how the future unfolds. Folds. You got to give your best to the current season because that might be the only season that you have. And how well you do with the current season will determine how well you do in the next season. Uh, one of the things that I often tell a lot of my clients in, in our executive coaching practice is we use this phrase a lot uh, don't wait for Monday. The reason we say don't wait for Monday is because, well, what's Monday? It's motivational Monday. And so what I often hear is people have this idea that they're going to be greater later. First thing, Monday morning. When are you going to start eating better? Oh, man, first thing, Monday morning. Man, we're going to get it popping. You know what I mean? First thing, when are you going to start working out? Oh, first thing, Monday morning. Man, I'm telling you, we're going to hit the gym, all right? And then first thing, Monday morning comes, and you're just like, We'll get it next Monday. It's just, it's just one of those things where we can just be those people of like, all right, well, why don't I just wait for the ideal moment to kick things in gear to give my best to this current season? And I just, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I actually think it's good news. Ideal isn't coming. We must fall out of love with ideal, because ideal is not coming. There is no ideal season. I hate to break it to you, but the reason why I think that's freeing for you and me is to say ideal is right now. So if there's something you would be doing in a better state, in a more ideal situation, consider that moment right now. Take a lesson from the ant who has no boss, no chief, no leader. They're just going, I know another season's coming and I prepare for that next season by giving my absolute best to the current season. I'm in. And so in a small group, as a family, maybe each of us needs to answer this question. Am I giving my best to my current season? I know things at your job might be tough. But I want to encourage you to give your best to that current season. I know you might have a lot of disappointment in your life. Can I tell you what you often find in a very mature believer, a mature Christ follower, is somebody that is actually going through disappointment while still giving their best to that same season because they're just going, 
this is the lot God has given me, so I'm just going to give my best to this current season. I could wish it was a different season, but your season is your season. Know the importance of it, and I promise you there is a reason for it that sometimes you see on this side of eternity and sometimes you see it on the other side of eternity. But just, I think it's best for you and I to go, Lord, would you help me recognize my season? You might be a guy behind bars right now watching this message. Know the importance of the season that you're in. And yes, give your best to that season. And then I, I think the order is very specific. Yes, I think that you and I must recognize the season that we're in. Yes, I believe that you and I should give our very best to the current season that we're in. But I, I think finally and most important, I think that you and I must make sure that we invite God to our season. And I, I don't know where you are on your relationship with God. I don't know where you are on your journey of faith, but wherever you are, it would be a mistake if you did not pause in that season and say, God, would you be a part of my life? I don't always understand everything. I don't have a bunch of Bible verses memorized. I, can't, I don't always get to sing along with the songs at church, but whatever season you find yourself in, mountaintop or valley low, Make sure that you invite God to that season. I love what David said in Psalms 23. Some, some of us may know it well. Some of us may have never heard it. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, see what happens here. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The first half of the psalm, we have David talking about God. The second half of the psalm, we have David talking to God. He went from talking about God to God. Where? In the valley of the shadow of death. Once he found himself in a dark place, he says, oh, no, 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 no. I can't just talk about God. I need God here with me right now. Your rod, your staff. They comfort me. I don't know what kind of season you've been having. But if you have not taken some time to invite God to the season, I think this is the perfect season to do so. I uh, had a young girl come to me after church a couple of weeks ago and 
And she, she used a, a, a statement I've, I've never heard before. And she just said, Ryan, will you pray for me? I have classroom anxiety. And I just don't want to go back to school. And I said, I will absolutely pray for you. And in that moment, I just thought, how many students are struggling with classroom anxiety? I wonder how many adults are struggling with Zoom anxiety, <laughs> cubicle anxiety, boardroom anxiety. I wonder how many teachers also have classroom anxiety. If that's you today, invite God to the season. If you're a single parent, I wish it was different. I know it's hard. But invite God to the season. Uh, did you know that there's no rule? There's no law that says tough seasons can't be enjoyed. Sometimes you just put a smile on your face anyways. And say, this is the toughest season of my life. But there's no rule that says I, that I cannot sing about the goodness of God anyways. Because when I've invited God to my season, what I'll learn is that God is God in every season. <laughs> and that God is good in every season, regardless of what my season looks like. So whether I'm in going through a dark place, a valley of the shadow of death kind of place, or if I just got promoted, moved into a new house, renovated a kitchen, and got my dream car. I want to invite God to every single season. Earlier today, early this morning, I got an email letting me know that uh, one of my wife and I's dearest friends, single mom, that her son has been given two weeks to live. And I just, I just wish to God you could meet them. I just wish to God you could meet them because if you met them, I promise you, you wouldn't know at all. Because mom walks through the doors of the church with a smile on her face. So does he. And I just can't fully understand how either of them could be given the news that they've been given. And he's been battling cancer for five years. He's already lost a leg. He hasn't had his leg in three years. And I'm, I'm telling you what a vibrant kid with a smile on his face, cracking jokes. And I just don't understand how a mom and her son. She's 33 years old. He's 14 years old. Get news like that and, and walk through the doors of a church. 
and have the kind of faith to lift their hands and sing about how good God is for 20 minutes. I'm telling you, if you met these people, you just, you just wouldn't know. And so this weekend, I will go to a hospital. And I just wish that I could tell you that I just have all the answers. I wish I could tell you. I just, man, I, I, I got a couple of verses in my, in my hip pocket, and I'm just going to whip them out at the right time, and that I know all the these and thous, and I just will just have this marvelous prayer, and that he will miraculously be healed, and this is going to be this glorious testimony I'm going to share, and I'm going to go on TBN and get interviewed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was there. And just like, like, no. I don't have but simple words. God, would you meet me there? And God, would you meet them there? And would you meet their family? wherever they are. And maybe God shows up in a hospital room and does what God does, which is sometimes he heals and sometimes he just comforts. And maybe Jaden gets a little bit of comfort on this side of eternity and then in the next moment he's on the other side of eternity and he's dancing on streets of gold. And yet God is still good. I don't know. I, wi I wish I had it together. <laughs> I wish I had more answers. But all I know is that you and I have to fully understand the importance of the season that we're in and give our best to the season that we have right in front of us. What else do we have? And wherever you are, marriage on the rocks, classroom anxiety, work anxiety, parenting anxiety, which in and of itself is its own category. I think what can happen for you and me is we can, we can just forget to invite God to each and every season. And you know what I want to do lastly? I want to give you permission to enjoy every season. Enjoy every season. You know what I get to do for a living? I get to go all around the world, and I get to speak. Some people call me pastor. Some people call me motivational speaker. And I just get to give people permission to enjoy their life. Oh, I give people permission to smile. Because we only get one shot at life. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> There's no do-overs <laughs> unless you're Lazarus. <laughs> okay, except, but if it's us... Typically, one shot. Enjoy your life. 
absolutely enjoy your life and enjoy the season that God has given you and be grateful for the season. Uh, Here's what I've learned about enjoyment. Uh, Did you know that enjoyment doesn't come from ideal circumstances? Did you know that enjoyment comes from gratitude? This is where it comes from. It has nothing to do with being rich or poor. It has nothing to do with living in a lower income neighborhood or a gated community. It, It has nothing to do with whether your vacation was at the Holiday Inn down the street or Cabo. Like none of those things have anything to do with enjoyment. It's purely how grateful you are for the season that you have. Because uh, your boss isn't ideal. You, you, maybe you can't stand your boss. I get it. Your boss may not stand, stand you either. There's, this goes two ways. Think about that for a second. But it's amazing what happens when somebody wakes up and goes, I'm grateful I got a boss. There's a lot of people in this world that wish they had one. So Actually, this boss that I can't stand, you'd be surprised how much you love them when your friend loses a job. You're like, you know what? My boss is pretty cool. Like, it's it's amazing. (laughs) So be grateful for the season that you got. Like, your spouse might be driving you crazy right now. I get it. Be grateful that you have someone to fight with. I know a lot of people that have lost people that they love and they would give everything they got to fight with their loved one right now. So lastly, as a family and a small group, I want you to consider, have have I invited God to my season? It could be a lot of other people that maybe you're mad at it. I don't know what kind of season you're having. But my hope and prayer for you, for me, is that we would be the kinds of people that pause long enough in every season and say, God, would you meet us here? And may you and I be the kinds of people that don't wait for the ideal to begin to say, Lord, you've given me this season. So you know what? I'm going to enjoy it and be grateful for it. I want to be grateful for what I have. And I want to be grateful for who I have. And Lord, before I fix my eyes on the next season, may I give my very best to the current one. And may you be the God that meets me here. God, I thank you so much for River Point Church and every single person watching today's message. God, would you... Help us, like Solomon, to know the importance of the season. May we not move too fast, and may we not go too slow. (laughs) May we give our very best to the current season. And and for my friends, I just, I pray, God, that we would take a moment this weekend and truly invite you to the season. For we would be remiss if we found ourselves going through weeks and months, years, perhaps even decades, and then looking back on our life and realizing that we've gone through way too many seasons without an anchor 
for our soul. And so, Lord, right now, we give our seasons to you. May each and every person under the sound of my voice know that there are reasons for every single season that we go through. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say it. Amen. Amen. Amen.